learn who we trust to secure and power our online presence. And do you know what powers 34% of the entire web and our cultures made or lived? gas has always challenged technology. Now it's time for tech to challenge back. Come hear how the best minds in the industry are making those solutions a reality on the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast with your host, Mark LaCour. All right, welcome back to another episode. Please, people, you've done me a great service by giving me some reviews. We need more reviews. This show is brand new. So the more reviews you give us, the easier it is for your peers to find cool podcasts like this one. We got a review right here. It says, excellent. It's uh, by Texcan Frackman from the United States. He goes, keep it coming. Love the content. Well, Texcan Frackman, we will keep it coming. And we're sitting in beautiful Austin, Texas. It's 102 degrees outside. I'm still sweating. And I'm sitting here with uh, David Vogelpohl. Vogelpohl. I'm sitting here with David Vogelpohl with WP Engine. How are you doing today, David? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Well, so the whole reason we're in this room together and we're talking is I had my account manager, Marcus, reach out to me. WP Engine hosts all of our websites. And the audience may not know this, but you know we're at, I think, seven Oil & Gas podcasts now. Each Oil & Gas podcast has its own website. Now, the interesting thing to me is the podcast on the website is about 1% of our traffic. 99% of our traffic comes on mobile. And yet we are generating so much traffic on WP Engine that my account manager reached out to me and says, we need to go up another tier because we're starting to have pages drop. How cool is it, number one, that we generate enough traffic that 1% of that traffic is going up. But number two is, how cool is it that you're monitoring my traffic and let me know when I have a potential problem before I have a problem? I think that's one of the favorite parts of our service. I think the other favorite part for me is that when these... Uh, conversations occur, it's usually because a customer's having success. Right. So it's usually a good thing that we reach out, let them know and make sure that they're solid as they continue with that success. Yeah. And David, what's your role at WP Engine? I'm the VP of web strategy. So I lead a few different teams and initiatives here. One of the teams I lead is a team that works on WordPress strategy with our customers, our partners, and with the larger WordPress ecosystem. So members of that team, for example, sit on the WordPress core team and update, help update WordPress itself. They work with our partners like Cloudflare or Amazon in terms of creating plugins for the ecosystem. And then another one of my teams focuses on partner management across all of that as well as helping to lead the Genesis and StudioPress brands within the WP Engine business. And for those unfamiliar, these essentially are WordPress themes that help to style your WordPress site. Yeah. And if the audience doesn't know what WordPress is, what is WordPress? So WordPress is essentially a content management system. It's a way to manage the content and design and functionality of your website. It powers about 34% of the overall web, which is actually the most dominant way of building sites in the entire world. There's no other platform or framework that even comes close to WordPress in that regard. For sites that are not hand-coded, like say google.com is you know, kind of hand-coded in a sense, but for those that choose a content management system, it's 61%, so it's the majority. And then for those that have heard of WordPress before and might be thinking, hey, isn't that for cat blogs? 
Maybe you have a cat blog, that's okay. But actually, even greater than the total web, 37% of the top 10,000 sites are leveraging WordPress. So the simple answer is it's a way to build and manage your website. It's an, it's an incredible platform. We've used it from day one, and as we've grown, it's scaled with us. The thing I love about it is once you get used to working in the WordPress environment, it's really easy to stand up an extremely robust system, whether you're doing uh, online retail, or whether you have a cat blog, right, or whether you're hosting podcasts like us, WordPress is just a great tool to run all that in the back end. Yeah, it's really powerful in that way. Really flexible. WordPress's mission, and WP Engine, by the way, for those unfamiliar, we're a platform that essentially hosts WordPress sites. The WordPress software itself is what's called open source software. So it's free to use regardless of where you use it. And then if you're a developer, you can actually look at the code, which helps you to make your own code that makes websites do interesting things. But the open source project of WordPress has a core mission, and that is to democratize publishing. And so the belief and purpose behind that is really to your point, Mark, to make it easier to get your message out on the web. And that's Again, WordPress core's fundamental purpose is to make that easier for people and brands to get their voice to market. Yeah, we love WordPress, but we love WP Engine even more for a bunch of reasons. So what, so one of my favorite things that y'all do is my sites, without me having to pay somebody, are automatically backed up every day. And I have to admit, knock on wood, that I have pushed the wrong button before and totally hosed something up. And it's a one-click restore, regardless of how much traffic I'm going, right? And so y'all run an enterprise-level hosting for you know, companies our size or companies much bigger than ours. But the culture here is so cool. When I walked in the door, people smiled. They said, hello. Y'all were very quick to find, you know, offer something to drink and sit down. You're a big company, but it feels like a small company. Yeah. My history with WP Engine actually goes back to pretty much the beginning. I was hired as a consultant through my agency and service of the brand. And then in 2015, I joined the senior leadership team. So I've been around since WP Engine had two employees to now having nearly a thousand. So for us, that's pretty big. The biggest challenge in scale, of course, you have to scale your systems and your people and your teams, but it was actually the culture. And that's been a key part of what I feel has driven our success. The thing that defines our culture are what we call our core values. They're a list of beliefs and essentially the operating system of our business. And so we repeat those together often. We use them in our decision-making. And really what that ultimately does is cultures are not made, they're lived. And so by being the chief repetition officer across the company and fundamentally using those in our decisions, it becomes something that is not, that evolves and lives and isn't just, you know, demanded or, or expected, but rather is part of who we are. So that's my beliefs for why we've been successful. In that. Yeah, it's funny. This is a tech podcast, but I'm gonna go off on a tangent because I love the cultural thing. A lot of companies make the mistake and they try to change culture from the top down and that's worthless, right? But when your frontline people believe in what you're doing, the culture takes care of itself. And that's the impression I got when I walked in the door that your people believe in what y'all are doing. Well, thank you for that. I mean, a culture of purpose, I think is super powerful. It empowers the people that work there to enjoy what they do, to be autonomous and make decisions that are important for the business, and also to make decisions that may hurt the business or where the benefit may not be clear, but it is clear for that end customer. And I think that transcends all types of businesses. And when you have a company full of leaders, you're going to be more successful than if you have a company full of doers. Yep. And that I think is the fundamental nature of how we embrace that within WP Engine. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Okay, I want to circle back around. So WordPress is a content management system. I think it's the best one out there. We use it 
super huge companies use it. WP Engine, I think, is the best WordPress hosting company out there. That's why we use it, which, by the way, nobody's paying me for this interview. We are, I, we, love, yeah. I love all these good points, Mark, because, yeah, we definitely thank you so much. But if you run an online business or even like us, so we don't sell online products. We have an online digital service, the podcast. But when you run an online business, your your presence online is super viable. I can't take any downtime, right? And as far as I know, as long as we've been with y'all, we've been with y'all for almost 10 years, I think, like nine years now. The only time I ever had downtime is there was some type of unplanned maintenance y'all did. And your team reached out to me 24 hours before and said, hey, at one o'clock in the morning to one fifteen in the morning, you're going to be down. That proactive approach, reaching out to your clients, letting them know there's a problem. That's part of y'all's culture too. Make sure that your online customers have as much, what's the right word, uptime, I guess? Availability. Availability, uptime. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously that's super important, especially if that's happening during your key moments of your business, you know, whether it be seasonal, time of day, time of week, so on and so forth. So obviously uptime is a big deal. I started my hosting career in 1996 in Houston, Texas, and I've been in hosting or the platform services in one flavor or the other that entire time. And what I can tell you is that it is not a question of if you will have downtime as a platform, but when. And it, of course, you do all kinds of things to prevent it and you invest in redundancies and so on and so forth. And no matter what you do, you'll eventually have it. And I've been through that actually at WP Engine. We have had outages. And what I found to be most telling is how you react in that moment. I think in every type of business, we have these moments where there's failure and where our customers feel it, where employees feel it, and they've got to dig in and, and make things right. And it's in those moments that define your character and define your ability as a business. So while I'm super grateful you haven't experienced downtime yet. There will be a day where you experience it here or otherwise. And of course, in any other kind of service that you buy. And by my measure, it's how companies react in those moments that really define the value that they provide to customers. So. Yeah. So, but I know a little bit of what goes on in the back end. So y'all definitely, I mean, y'all run, I'm sure, a virtualized world, but those virtualized worlds are redundant, probably physically and in the virtual world as well, so that you have no single point of failure. And y'all are a global organization. So y'all have data centers all over the world, or do y'all y'all rent data space all over the world? It's probably the model y'all are in. Yeah. So let me explain a little bit about that for those familiar with how servers and hosts and things like that work. So the way WP Engine offers our infrastructure is we leverage two partners, AWS and Google Cloud. Now, if you're in the server world or know much about it, you're like, well, why would a host use an infrastructure provider like AWS or Google Cloud? Well, the, one of the big reasons is we're actually able to leverage their global data center deployments to help service our customers faster. And then, of course, leverage their focus on the infrastructure side to deliver value to customers and then have us focus on areas around optimizing that infrastructure. There's different levels to technology as you think about it from a server perspective. And so in a sense, we partner to get the infrastructure level, and then we optimize on things like caching, the way your CDN might be configured, the way traffic is routed, the way traffic is stored. And these extra pieces are what make WordPress faster. But to simply answer your question, yes, we utilize data centers from those two providers all around the world. And then in addition to that, we have partnered with a company called Cloudflare that enables a CDN. For those unfamiliar, what that means is bits and pieces of your website website are stored on thousands of servers all around the world, even if your core server might be in one data center or the other. But anyways, the combination of all that gives us a technology global presence. And of course, we have offices in North America and 
Europe and Australia. And then, of course, customers in pretty much every country. Yeah, I like how you use both Google and AWS. So Google has Google Oil, and AWS has a very strong oil and gas push in the last year or so. And they're both fighting for the data. They're both fighting for the ability to host what the oil and gas companies need to run their business. And I think it's cool that you're using both. So regardless of what happens, one's there all the time, no matter what. Well, we yeah. find customers you know, want to choose, and this actually comes up a lot in our business. We will make products that are part of our platform. We will have infrastructure providers like AWS and like Google. And what we find is that customers choose the path they feel is best for them. If there are capabilities at AWS on the infrastructure side that they feel benefit them, they'll go that way. If they feel that one of our products were to benefit them, great. If not, great as well. Our mission as a company is to help our customers win online. Sometimes that means one infrastructure provider or another. Sometimes it means using our product or capabilities, and sometimes it doesn't. But for us to live that, to support our customers in that way, we have to give them that optionality. And so that's how we think about it from the infrastructure perspective, but all other aspects of our business. Yeah. So that actually rolls into something that is is becoming really big in oil and gas right now, not on the IT side, but on the business side, which is cybersecurity, right? We've never been attacked. Maybe I shouldn't say this on the microphone. So nobody attacked me because I'm saying we've never been attacked. <laughs> we actually had our mail provider, email list provider, actually we got attacked on that. And it was really interesting to watch it go through. So MailChimp, who's our, our provider, reached out to us ahead of time saying, look, you're being attacked. We want to do something called a honeypot, which I had never heard of before. So they basically cloned my install and they left a little door open so that the bad guys could come in so they could figure out who the bad guys are. And I'm thinking, if people are attacking my email list, what do y'all see? Y'all must be attacked a thousand times a day. Very much more than that. I wish I had pulled up the stat prior to the interview, but it's in the billions a year. We detect attacks coming into customer sites through various ways. There's platform level controls where we watch for malicious traffic. We have another product that kind of layers on top of our platform called Global Edge Security, which enables firewall capabilities in a sense for your website. The other thing that we do that's really interesting is we monitor for public vulnerabilities and plugins. And if we see a vulnerability become public and we see customers who haven't updated that plugin or haven't used our automatic plugin updating technology called Smart Plugin Manager, anyways, long story short, if they haven't patched the vulnerability, we'll actually reach out to them and nudge them to get them to make that patch. If the vulnerability is egregious or being actively exploited, we will also automatically patch that for customers. So yes, there's a ton of, we service 100,000 customers globally, roughly 600,000 sites, unique domains on our platform. And so that's a huge amount of websites and obviously become targets for bad actors trying to get data or change the site or modify the site for whatever reason it is. And I think as you manage a site, it's super important if you're running WordPress or otherwise to keep your core CMS up to date, WordPress's case, keep WordPress up to date, but also the plugins you use. What I found is that plugin authors are very good about making patches to their software, fixing the holes that might exist. And so as a site operator, you want to make sure to keep all those things up to date. But it's a big, scary world. And this is true of all the software in your life. If you're the kind of person that doesn't update the software on your laptop or your phone or anywhere else in your life will typically include security patches. And so it's super important to keep your software patched also in a WordPress context. 
Yeah, and you mentioned plugins. If if see if I get if I can explain this right. If you don't know what a plugin is, it's basically another piece of software that you can use the drop and drag approach and install it in WordPress, and it does something that WordPress itself doesn't natively do. Is that pretty close? It's pretty close. The way I like to describe it is you're familiar with apps for your phone. Plugin is an app for your website. Oh, that's a good way to explain it. Yeah. Very simple, right? So if you want to add a form, if you want to add enhanced capabilities around what's called SEO or search engine optimization, trying to get your website to rank higher in things like Google, there's 50, 60,000 plugins that you can choose to add to your site. Similar to apps on your phone, these plugins will have updates And similar to the apps on your phone, those updates will often include patches for security vulnerabilities. And so this is why it's so important to keep your plugins up to date, but also your phone and the apps on your phone and every other piece of software that is that you're using in a kind of day-to-day context. Yeah. And before we turn the microphone, we're talking about something interesting that I have seen the email from y'all. Just haven't read it yet. But one of the things that if you run multiple sites, it gets to be a bit of a chore to make sure all your plugins are updated because literally different plugins are updated at different times and it could almost be a daily job to keep everything up to date. So not only do y'all have something that automates that, y'all have a bit of artificial intelligence that's actually visually looking because that's what I do. When I update a plugin, the first thing I do is go back to the original website and look at it, right? But y'all have the ability to automate that. That is really cool. Yeah, it's really interesting. I read a stat recently. It was something like 65% of sites that run WordPress that get hacked are typically exploited by an unpatched plugin. So we launched a piece of technology this year actually called Smart Plugin Manager that will automatically update the plugin. Now, when you update a plugin, and I think people are familiar with this probably from their laptops and PCs, is I don't want to update it because I'm afraid it's going to break something. This is the common thing. I think my wife's on like 10 iOS versions (laughs) in the past or something because of this notion. And they don't want to get used to the new thing and so on and so forth. But the problem is, or the, the reality is actually a lot of the times it doesn't really break. And so that's a fear I think that's unfounded in many cases. But of course, when you update on your website, site, you want to test. So as part of the Smart Plugin Manager product, we run something called visual regression testing. Now, the simple way to think about visual regression testing is it runs, it looks at your site before the plugin is updated and after the plugin is updated, and it sees if something visually changed. In other words, did something break on my website? And it does this automatically. It leverages machine learning and artificial intelligence to help identify what those differences are and to help reduce the amount of what are called false positives. In other words, hey, your website broke, but it didn't really break. A really good example of this would be like a a gallery element on your website. So a gallery of pictures that changes all the time. Of course, it's supposed to change. And so the artificial intelligence helps to prevent the system from saying that something broke when it didn't break. But the core value of it for me is that it helps to make updating your plugins easier, which again is one of the biggest attack vectors when sites are compromised. Yeah. And speaking of stuff like this, if you would break your site, which I have personally do, that's why my marketing people won't let me touch our (laughs) our websites anymore. But when you break something in the WP Engine world, it's an extremely easy fix. It's literally a one click to restore to where you were before. Yeah, I love that. I also mess up sites quite a bit. So I share that with you, Mark. The automatic backups are key to that. So every night, roughly at midnight, it'll back up your site. You can also trigger a backup by clicking a button. So if you're about to do a bunch of work on your site, you might want to click that button. We also have the ability to instantly clone a site and 
pull it up in what's called the staging environment. So uh, it's let's a, talk deep about the staging environment because that's really cool too. Yeah, it's one of it's it's actually my favorite way to work on a site as opposed to say the backup method. So you don't want to really be changing things on your live site. That's called cowboy coding is when you're changing it in what's called production. But when you make a clone of your site in what's called a staging environment, it's the same exact site. It's just that you can now go play with things and test them and make sure they're correct. And then when they are correct, you can, what's called push. And again, very simple, but you push those changes to your live or production environment. WP Engine also makes a product called DevKit, which enables you to essentially emulate WordPress on your computer. So in addition- I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, DevKit's actually more of a technical product. So if you're not technical, I'd also recommend a product called Local by Flywheel, which is the simple version of this. But what it allows you to do is basically create a WordPress on your computer, and that makes it faster to develop. And also, of course, it's not your live site, so you can break as much as you want and then eventually push that into your live environment. So those are the kind of three ways. You can cowboy code if you want and do it in production and then use those backup points to fix something if you break it. You can use staging to make changes there. When you get it all good, push it to the live site. Or you can do the same, but do it on your computer rather than on a server. And that's how more advanced developers would basically orchestrate their workflows. Yeah, if they're slinging code, they don't want that lag time. They want to be able to see it, right? Because yeah, it's on the yeah, local yeah, machine. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting about this. In any of our audience, if you ever notice when we launch a new show, we literally go from no online presence for the new show. In fact, audience, you'll see this happen with our new offshore podcast, which should launch the end of September. And then immediately the site's there, everything works, traffic's slowing. That's because our site was built ahead of time. It was staged, which keeps the pressure off my marketing people. They can take their time, do it right, make sure everything works, test everything. And then when it's ready, they hit the button and we're live instantly. Just a great, great way to have an online presence ready to go. Yeah, it's funny, that workflow, there's a lot of ways to tackle that. One of the ways that we offer is something called copy sites. So for example, if you had a new podcast, you could just click your copy site button and it would copy all of the design, all of the layout, all the content, everything. You could then reformat that copy to reflect the new show that you were launching or event that you're going to have. And so in that way, you can essentially clone one site and then repurpose it for a new focus. There's all kinds of tools in the ecosystem that also allow this. One of my favorites is essentially themes that WP Engine makes. They're called Studio Press Themes, if you're curious. And they include a setup wizard that will preload the design, preload the demo content so you can start editing. And all that happens in about 30 seconds. And those are just two examples. There's many, many, many other examples. I'm going to have to get my marketing people hooked up with Marcus, our account manager, because I didn't know all this exists. I want to make sure they know it exists. I know. We have so much that we offer that it's often hard to convey all the value until you get into a conversation like this. But yeah, we, from our perspective, we do have account managers and support people that will help customers through these things and discover the parts of our platform that might be helpful for them. So it sounds like you haven't had the full journey yet, Mark, uh, but we'll, we'll unpack well, that. I'm trying to run a business, not actually. I know, that, right? right? Yep. But what's cool is it's a perfect segue because the next thing I wanted to talk to besides security was customer experience. So I'm one customer, I'm one of many of y'all's, and I can quite honestly say this is the best hosting experience we've ever had. You've grown with us. We have the support we need when we need it. You're proactive. You're maybe a little bit more than other hosting companies out there, but honestly, it's such a small percentage of our budget. I would rather have the uptime, right? So from a, from a, this customer, the experience with y'all has been incredible. 
that has to also go back to culture though, right? It's, it's not, you can't make people give good customer experience. Yeah. They it's have to a, want to. Absolutely. It's a big part of it. I remember starting my career in 96. I was a, ultimately worked my way up to be a tech support manager. And I think I probably kept tech support people for about six months before they left. And it was really because the job at that time at that company was very frustrating and we didn't really have a culture that permeated. Here, the culture is palatable. I also have never worked for or with a company that said they had bad support. No one ever says that. But the reality is if you're actually going to step up for those customers in the moment, you're often making decisions that are in their benefit and perhaps not yours. And so I, I see that permeate here. Now, all of those essentially are words. I just said all that stuff out loud, but the proof is actually in the numbers. And there are two key numbers that I think reflect this for us. The first is our employee satisfaction scores. So we ask our employees, are they happy? What do they like? What do they don't like? We'll boil this into a numerical value. Our support department, I was shocked, I had to double check this, has the highest employee satisfaction in the entire company. Awesome. Higher than marketing, higher than the executive team, higher than finance, ever, higher than every other department. If you've ever done tech support, you'll realize how shocking that is. And that's a testament to the team and the leaders that serve that team. The second number I think that helps us to kind of validate this is what's called an NPS score or net promoter score. And it's a way of measuring the advocacy of your customers after they complete a support interaction. And the gist is, would you recommend us to a friend? WP Engine scores vary over time, but roughly are in the mid to high 80s. So your cable company, for example, is probably in the 30s or 20s. And a host on average is probably going to be closer to that range. For WP Engine to have score 86, and this is manifested in awards we've won and things like that, but to see that numerically on a hosting support department, Same. again, I had to kind of double and triple check that one. But having been in the support leadership seat in the past, I'm at awe that they were able to accomplish this and continue to accomplish it. So yeah. I'm glad so, you had that experience. Well, y'all, you run part of my business, right? And so the whole reason I'm, I made this trip up here is I want to promote what y'all are doing because I get asked over and over again by some pretty large companies who are not satisfied with the either the uptime or their performance of their, their websites. And it's like, go to WP Engine. I mean, just it's it's not even a hard choice. Just go to WP Engine. And, and y'all have been, like I said, y'all have done great with us. We really appreciate everything y'all have done. But y'all actually have great support for the mom and pop shop, and you have great support for the enterprise level, 10,000 employees, global type of thing, right? So to y'all, it seems that regardless of how much somebody spends with you or how big an operation or what type of service they're buying from you, your customer support's just flawless. And, and I appreciate it as a customer. Thank you. Thank you. I think you hit on a key point there too, and that is performance, even over uptime sometimes. That notion of delivering your site really, really quickly. You pointed out how much of your traffic comes from mobile. People don't wait, and that's a big deal. And so I think that performance piece plays a big role in that for us. Now, supporting customers from small to large is part of our business, and it is a challenging part of our business to make sure that we can deliver the reliability, accountability that enterprises need, that we can deliver the hands-on support that maybe the mom and pop needs. And so this is part of how we've organized our business. But I would say as you go into leadership meetings, as you go into team meetings and an individual customer's case comes up, and I do this myself, 
we never ask what the what we call MRR, monthly recurring revenue. We never ask what that is for that customer. And the reason is because our mission is to help our customers win online. It's not to help our big customers win online. It's not to help the customers that spend the most amount of money with us online. It is to help our customers win online. And so while we structure our business and our support systems to support people in different contexts, the motivation that drives it for me and for others I work with is the same for the smallest customers it is for the biggest customer. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm gonna circle back to the performance thing because one of the things that a lot of people don't understand about performance is Google measures you and it, and it helps your search engine rankings on your page load speed. And I promise you, people, I have never had our sites load as fast as they do on WP Engine. And, and I'm not blowing smoke. It, it makes a difference in our search engine rankings because they work, they fly. Now, part of that is my team make, building light pages, and part of that's my team making sure we don't have conflicts with plugins and all that stuff. But the hosting pro- that y'all provide is just incredible, and a lot of that's technology, right? A lot of that, like you said earlier, is, is there a server closer to you physically if you want to watch this video content versus having to come from an extra, you know, 50 or 100, 150 miles away? There's actually a, a bunch of work being done on that and around Wall Street, because if they can get a, a microsecond quicker a trade transaction done, they can actually get ahead of their competitors, which it's, if you think about that, that's really cool. Like people are literally building private fiber networks just to get that extra micro millisecond of, of latency out of the way. I know. And those microseconds are interesting. I think in the web context, I mean, we've all experienced this is that as the page loads, we get impatient and we bounce away. And the longer your site takes to load has a direct and material impact to what's called your conversion rate or the ability of your website to essentially make money, whatever that means for you. As you pointed out, it can have an impact as well on SEO. Google has openly stated that page speed does influence search rankings. There have been very material ways we've seen it exposed in mobile search, for example, which of course Google and others are very interested in because that they too, of course, are experiencing higher and higher percentage of mobile visitors. But at the end of the day, speed does benefit SEO, it does benefit revenue, but it's also about that customer experience, delivering something that's delightful for them. And if you're not doing that, again, we all kind of personally experience it, then you're really not supporting your mission. And so I think you pointed out earlier, WP Engine, we're not, we're not the cheapest hosts, for example. And there are you know inexpensive hosts that do a good job. But if you think about the incremental cost of investing in your website in terms of the platform, whether it's with us or uh, other providers or whatever it is, but if you invest in it, it's incrementally not a lot of money, but the impact that it can have to those end users can be uh, huge and help support your mission, your ability to drive revenue from your website. Yeah. What a perfect way to end the show. We're getting close to where we need to get out of here. We need to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping. First thing, product reviews. Thank you, everybody who's reaching out to me saying, hey, can you review my air compressors? You can review my mud pumps. That's not what I'm looking for. Plus, my neighbor would freak out if I had that in my house. I'm looking for little gadgety stuff, something you can hold in your hand, which, by the way, the if you click on the link, a few cents uh, uh, actually goes to us to help support the show. It uh, doesn't cost you any extra. And today, we're actually reviewing some an app called Filmic Pro. So if you watch any of our videos that we shoot, all of our videos are shot on iPhones. And we use this app called Filmic Pro because it gives me manual control of the camera. Apple has a great camera and Apple does a really good job of making it easy for you to use. But if you want to tweak things like exposure or focus, or if you want to frame rates or your audio quality, you can't do that natively. Filmic Pro lets us do that. And that's 
part of the reason we get such great videos on on our iPhone. So I think it's like nine bucks for it. There's a link in the show notes. Go check it out. And then listen at the end of the show for Paige to talk about the street team and events on deck. Pretty soon, Alexandra will be doing that. We have to get her up to speed. Big shout out to BCD Travel. They're our official travel partner of choice for this show and all the other OGGN shows. They make sure we get where we need to be on time and get get back home as well. And then Flutur. Flutur is the sponsor of the show. Big shout out for them. They're doing some cool stuff with artificial intelligence in the oil and gas patch. And if you really want to get into the way that AI can help you with either your production, if you're drilling, your the ability to build lease roads, your pipelines, refineries, whatever, reach out to Flotour. They're leading the edge of, of, of AI from a business point of view. Rubber hit the road, executable stuff. They're not academia. Great people. And they're so great, they're giving away this really cool Port Authority Cyber Backpack. We give away one a week. Go to the show notes, click on a link and register. Hopefully you'll win. If you want to try to key punch it, it's getflutour.com forward slash podcast. But it's just easier to go to the show notes. And then if you're online, go ahead and go to our website. Give us your email address. It's allandgastechpodcast.com. We promise not to spam you. Matter of fact, we haven't used those emails for anything yet, but somewhere down the road, we'll use them for something. And then join the LinkedIn group. Just go to LinkedIn, type OGGN, about 3,000 members. It's the companion of this show, all of our other shows. David, this has been awesome. I want to come back in a year and we're going to revisit this because by then we've doubled, we've doubled our size. If people want to find out more about WP Engine, where should they go? Uh, just go check out WPEngine.com. You can also check us out on social, on Twitter and things like that. We're often posting educational things. So if you are managing your site or thinking about growing your digital experience, then you can use this as a learning resource. Yeah. And, and when you go to their website, if you get a chance to actually go in and chat or reach out to one of their people, they're not going to try to sell you something. My, my, what was so cool is I originally reached out to y'all eight or nine years ago. The first thing that the person asked me is, what are you trying to accomplish? Not how much do you want to spend? Not you need this package. They try to understand my business in the very beginning. I think that was awesome. So go reach out to them. Now, David, if people want to find out more about you, I'm guessing LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn would be great. If you're on Twitter, you can check me out at WP David V. Yep, we'll put all the links in the show notes, people, so you don't have to be writing anything down. David, thank you so much today. This was awesome. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I enjoyed being here. Yeah. So, folks, we're making sure that you don't get left behind one episode at a time. And here's Paige with Events on Deck. Hey guys, this is Alex, and here are the events on deck for September 2019. We are bringing Oil & Gas Tech Podcast to the Internet of Things Conference in Houston, Texas on September 16th through 17th. Joining us will be CEO Marty Sprintson of Vantique. You can register online at iotandoilandgas.com. The Midstream Networking Golf Tournament will be held on September 6, 2019 in Cypress, Texas, and the dress, of course, is golf attire. The NOV Sporting Clays Tournament will be on September 20th, 2019 in Katy, Texas. Dress is casual. The Blockchain and Oil and Gas Conference is in Houston, Texas on September 18th through 19th. And the dress is business casual. That's all for September. Hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil and Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.